Finding or creating a community of spiritually like-minded people takes work, but the value far outweighs the cost in terms of support, knowledge sharing, and connection. But how do you find a community like this? That's the focus of today's show. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to our podcast, Sacred Space, today. I hope you're having a beautiful day. I am certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten. I'm here with Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten. Hello. Hello. We uh, sincerely hope that you are moving smoothly through the beginnings of Mercury retrograde. I know that we've seen the beginning effects around here. It is coming in hot. (laughs) Computers are acting really weird. The internet's not working right. Phones are not ringing. Yet there's a message there somehow. And I think I'm going to really go back to our last episode about Mercury Retrograde and tune in and reconnect and realign to that beautiful healing energy. And if you are feeling all of these effects, these little mercury retrograde stresses, I'm going to just encourage that for you too. It's especially frustrating when the call that you can see that you missed, that the phone never rang, is the internet service tech calling to see how they can help you fix your problem. And then you miss that call also. Real life things that are happening, mercury retrograde. Ugh. Anyway, it's in times where we are feeling, though, the most stressed and overworked or energetically depleted that we really do need to recognize and lean on our community, that place where you can go and just be yourself, where you can let it all out, where there's no hiding, there's no filter, just a bunch of souls honestly and authentically being themselves. It sounds nice, right? I think authenticity is so important when we talk about community because that's where you really feel that deep, true sense of love and unconditional connection is when you're able to be really authentic and deeply authentic. And that's where those beautiful friendships and lifetime friendships are formed. And I think that's the gift a lot of times of our connection, we have those people in our lives who reflect that very unconditional love that spirit has for us. We need that to ground us, to support us, and to help us to go deeper, to be a little bit braver, to be a little extra, (laughs) to do our highest and best of what we are here to do. And those friendships in our lives that accept us for who we are, who see our true soul value, who are able to show up in the highest and best version and encourage us that we can connect with without any filters is so, so important. It's really telling how many different versions of you there are. It's almost like the same wardrobe that you wear for different functions. You put on a coat and tie and you go be this person at a meeting. You take off your coat and tie and you put on your t-shirt and jeans and you go out and you become this other person when you're doing these other things. And then when you're at home, you're lounging around in your pajamas and barefoot sitting in front of the TV with no shirt on being that person, you know? And so 
it's almost like we find ourselves playing these same roles in other versions of our communities as well. So it's really important to find a community that you can just be the natural version of yourself all the time. You don't have to feel like you have to put on that suit and tie and be that person in front of other people when you are in front of those people that you can be authentically yourself in front of. Yeah, I I agree with that. There are parts of ourselves that we express more in certain years. And those parts, I think, are true also. They're versions of us. They're areas where we're choosing to express more of. But isn't it wonderful when just all of it can be present at one time without having to almost force an expression, without having to, you know, represent something specifically. I think that's always so beautiful when you can just sit in silence with someone, when you can be in their presence without it feeling forced at all. Oh, that's the kind of love that I seek when you can just sit with someone in all the different forms of yourself. So let's talk about community because I do think community is important. It's, It's where we find that love and there's different versions of community, of course, There are also places where we can develop through community. So when you're learning with other people, you're kind of pushing on each other to keep growing. I love that. I think that having a certain level of accountability in a community is very helpful. It kind of keeps forcing you to grow, keeps supporting you in that process. I see it also in communities where when someone is open, when they're expressing themselves truly, when they're asking a question from a true place, it allows you to keep growing also because you're experiencing things authentically through them. You're able to see a whole different perspective. There's so much growth that happens through our relationships and not just our relationships in a romantic and a familial sort of way, but our relationships in a bigger picture of how we're learning together and how we're growing together. So communities that are faith communities, communities that are learning communities, those have a little bit of a accountability to just push us to keep getting better and to keep growing a little bit further each and every time, which is what it's all about. Well, that is especially nice when you are feeling the most vulnerable. Uh, We talked about the dark night of the soul back in episode 33. And one of the recommendations that we spoke about was that during difficult times, the need to nurture yourself and allow yourself to receive love from others and allow yourself to be loved by your community and those that care about you. And that is super important inside the community to be able to feel that love and receive that love. I think when we have on our suit of other sort of shielding ourselves from being able to feel that also. So when you're feeling low, there is this great need to be lifted up by Mm -hmm. those who know you and care about you the best and to let you know that you're not alone in whatever struggle that you're going through. And this is especially true when the community is one that meets you in your spiritual zone and has a similar belief structure as you because that is a fundamental feeling, deep-seated need is for us to feel outside of ourselves that there is more to this. And when we have other people who also believe that, that helps with validation, it helps with support, and it helps us feel like 
oh, we're not alone. This is mm-hmm. this is a connected ride that we're on here. Well, vibrationally, you're moving with a certain harmony, with a certain flow. You know, it can be very exhausting. We're all at different vibrational frequencies. And if you are familiar with human design, you can actually look at your human design and see how flexible you are in your ability to communicate with people from a variety of different perspectives. Some people have more flexibility depending on their open centers. Some people have less flexibility in handling that. It is a beautiful thing when you're moving vibrationally. It's less energy is expended in having to bridge to meet that gap and to, you know, create the bridge over the ravine for you to continue to progress. It's always a a feeling, I think, of safety. And I think of comfort when you're moving in the right direction, but still comfort in a way that encourages growth and encourages development. But I think it's so important to not fall into that trap of not being authentic. Like the risk is, that old people-pleasing pattern, that habit, especially with people who are super energy sensitive, if you're incredibly empathic, there's an element of you that can flex and mesh into anybody's vibration. You can kind of feel it. You can sense it. You totally understand where it is that they're coming from. You see that perspective. You understand that that's a valid perspective. That's an equal perspective to yours from a higher level. So there's this Uh, malleability that comes with it. But when you're trying to attract true community, the challenge I think is in your vibe attracts your tribe. It's really letting yourself to truly be out there. It's allowing yourself to be exactly who you are and letting that truth weed out the things that maybe aren't for you. And I think that's the gift is to not be so desirous to compromise ourselves, to not see that as a value, is instead be welcoming to others, but at the same time be openly expressing the perspective that we've chosen in this particular lifetime and not being afraid of that perspective, not being believing that by taking a perspective that you're limiting yourself. Because I think those are like mental traps in the mind. Instead, being able to step forward and say, my authenticity helps me actually to expand into the relationships that are going to help me to do that, that are going to help me to go deeper into that version of who I truly am, rather than compromising easily and not being able to really explore who you are. When you're super empathic, when you're able to relate and connect with all kinds of people, when you recognize that on a deeper level, you can be any of the things, that at any given moment, you could be any character in the story, that you have a relatability to all of those things, because ultimately, at a soul level, you are everything, every single aspect. So there's a part of understanding, hey, I can be here, I can be here, I can be here. So when it comes to community, there's a part that has to acknowledge that truth, but at the same time say, what am I choosing to express? What is the choice? What's the free will in this lifetime? What am I choosing to express? Where am I wanting to go? What's going to help me get there? What perspective 
is going to help me get there. Yes, I can be all of these things. I could be anything I want. I could go, I could train, I could do any single job. That is all truth. But at the same time, there's a a dedication on a soul level to this is where I want to grow now. This is what interests me. This is what excites me. This is what lights me up. So there comes this significance or importance in choice in this is how I want to express myself and then building a community around that versus allowing ourselves to just fall into community. It's the beauty of the choice, the awareness, the consciousness that comes into creating a community that's very meaningful for you. And the truth is that not every community that you're going to be a part of is going to fit every single need. We don't have all those people in our life that just every single need, you fit every single need. But we have people who we feel very resonant with and we move towards in different periods in our lives. And I think the beauty in creating communities and choosing to connect with communities is in allowing ourselves to expand in multiple different areas based on what we're choosing and where we need to grow and we know that we need to expand. So creating a intentionality behind connecting with community whether that is joining a class and a group and intentionally developing a community around some shared values and around shared ambition i think that can be really beneficial or it can be you know another community that allows you to express a very nurturing side a very service oriented side And then if you have that, then somewhere you need to have that community that allows you and teaches you how to receive, how to be open to receive. So there's a variety of different communities that are available. And the key is just, you know, for me, my experience has been, it's like throwing a dart at a board. It's trying to find like, I'll just try this and see how I feel about this. And uh, maybe not so much. Let me try this and see how I feel about this. And it's those ones that excite me, that feel uplifting, that feel inspiring, that encourage my growth in some way that are the ones that I stick with. But the key is to, if you're struggling in a spiritual way to find that community, instead of shrinking back and waiting for community to come to you, you expand into discovering, first of all, what type of community you need. What are the hallmarks of that? So for me in my community and the people who are very close to me, I need transparency. I love when we can talk about the stuff in your life that you would be embarrassed to talk about with other people. Someone who became my very good friend in an earlier part of our meeting immediately came out. And this wasn't with a, you know, this person didn't have terrible boundaries. It was just someone who was sharing, I am not ashamed of this situation and I'm sharing my spiritual process around it. And that to me is like gold. That's like, oh, when I can find those people who are truly open and honest about the journey of spirituality, which encompasses so many different elements, that honesty to me is what 
gets me revved, gets me excited, the truth of that situation. So for me, I know I'm looking for that. I don't want something that's very superficial. I'm not interested in something that's super, you know, one dimensional. But I've done enough community seeking to discover that about myself. You know, that's, that's the journey. For myself, it's usually people who can have an open conversation. I'm a very curious person, Mm -hmm. and I like to read a lot. And I've read many different types of stories about uh, different kinds of spirituality. And I like to have these conversations with people where you can sort of explore the different versions of things without either of you getting upset or bringing your dogma into it that causes you to be offended by touching on a certain point in that dogma. It's good to question. It's good to have someone who will question why something is a certain way and another person might have information of how to share that. That's a good discourse back and forth in a spiritual way. You can grow from that and you can learn about things, maybe thinking things from a different direction than you might have thought on your own. So that that's what lights me up in terms of a spiritual community. I love that. I think authenticity is a big one. I think your willingness to, to put yourself out there in the right conditions, you'll be met with that energy back because people recognize, hey, I'm reaching a hand out. And if we can connect on this, then that's great. There's there have been several times where I've tried to create or develop a more meaningful relationship or more meaningful friendship with some people. And what I've loved about it is when I extended, I could learn really quickly if that was a relationship that would be able to grow, that would be able to develop. And the only way I could really know that is to be that person who like extended outwards. And I've also found a lot of fulfillment in, you know, groups that are centered around growth, that are centric in community, not necessarily networking community that has more of a you know, user mentality is like, what can you do for me today? It's more of a, I, I want to support you um, sort of organizations. I think where the center of it is about contributing to one another. I've loved that. I've been in um, the Sedona Metaphysical Spiritual Association here. I was the vice president for a couple of years. And um, during that time, I also some of the members or individuals struggled in different areas like learning social media and how to figure all of those elements out. And I really loved being able to volunteer and give my time and share that information is something that was super easy for me to do that was challenging for them. And I've had developed beautiful lifelong familial relationships with people that I met through that act of service And so service is something that we can't discount in community either. Right. I think you can see that there's real, real deep value in developing a community that you vibe with. Those with a support network, especially at the spiritual level, are always going to fare better, especially during times of crisis, Mm -hmm. than those without one. Because by yourself, it's it's hard carrying the load of, of being you by yourself trying to just live your life and do all the things and the requirements that it that it takes to grow and succeed. In a community, the weight is spread out among the group. So no one is really carrying it alone. 
And also inside the community, there is knowledge being shared and passed around. You know, whether that's reading from the same book or chanting the same prayers or passing on history and beliefs, each member of the group has something to offer and something that they can receive. And the wisdom of the many outweighs the knowledge of the one. Mm-hmm. In any given community, you'll find that the collective knowledge and wisdom that people have is going to always surpass what one person may know. And then that gets shared. To be able to see ourselves through another perspective and explore a different part of us that may be showing up than what we think, wow, phenomenal. And the gift and relationships of being able to share and also to receive and to do that in a you know simultaneous way is absolutely beautiful. We truly as human beings, as spiritual beings, the whole reason that we come here to experience separation and to experience this embodiment in many different ways is because this somehow helps us to become more of ourselves. It helps us to expand on deeper levels through having relationship with one another. And not just these intimate relationships, but community relationships. And I do think that this can be a challenge point when you've had, you know, experiences that have violated your trust on some level. But my encouragement is that there is community that's there for you. And the more that you show up, the more you'll be rewarded for who you truly are. And I'll give you an example from social media. So they've done different studies about for Instagram, let's use Instagram, for example, because it's a photo sharing app now more. It's a video app, but primarily photo sharing. So there's this tendency to post like the pretty filtered, put together pictures and images, and then to have people connect and respond to that. But what's interesting is that we all recognize that you're not, you don't just wake up with that makeup and that hair. Like you ever seen those reality shows and they're like, oh, good morning, waking up. Girl, your lashes are on. Your lashes are on. Your eyeshadow, I see your eyeshadow. You did not just wake up like that, right? So in social media, the authenticity though shines through. When you show up as who you truly are, when you put out your sense of humor, even if it's a little weird, When you show up without your makeup and you've just, you know, you're shiny on your forehead. People love to connect with what's real, not with the filtered version of yourself. So my encouragement is to ask if you're trying to connect with that beautiful community that you want, are you showing up with what's real? Are you putting your real out there? Are you putting your heart out there? Because if you're not putting those two things out there, you'll keep attracting the superficial aspects that aren't going to really help you to grow. But when you're truly honest about where you want to go, when you're attracting those people that are seeing these sides of you and just loving you anyway, gosh, where we can go when we're truly, truly loved and supported in community is amazing. Community is very important, else we would not have incarnated in this particular reality to experience community in this type of way. 
the more that you allow yourself to grow, that you allow yourself to expand, the more you set your spirit and your soul on fire and share that with the world, the easier it is to bring in and draw those people who are going to be those die hard people in your life who are supporting you, who are lifting you up, who are helping you to grow and feel secure in that growth process as you just keep diving more and more. So if you have had trouble in finding your particular community, I understand, especially with spiritual growth experiences, when I was first going through this whole level of awakening, it's like feeling crazy. You know, I'm like, I'm hearing this, feeling this, this is happening. Like, oh my gosh, you know, crisis mode. And not having other people to go through that process with you is hard. It's really hard and it's scary and confusing. In the interims, find those communities in the places where you are trying to grow that are going to push you towards growth, that are helping you to go a little bit deeper, that are helping you to be a little bit bolder, who are helping you to be more of yourself based on what it is that you're choosing. And as you keep getting bolder, as you keep getting braver, show more of your heart. Show more of who you are and be truly honest about what you are willing to accept, what you don't want to accept, and express that 100%. And ultimately, you'll find that the people that you draw into your life who become a part of your core community are those people who hold a true, deep value for you on a soul level, because that's a deeper level of connection than just some of the surface stuff that we skate around with. So that's the invitation for you today. Before we close, I'd love to invite you to join us for our last masterclass, September 30th. That is on Thursday. I'm so excited. We have the How to Prepare for Connecting with Your Spirit Guides masterclass. This is our last one for the year. And we're going to be talking about your role in spirit guide communication. We're talking about the five shifts to help make yourself uh, become more receptive to your spirit guides. And we're also talking about how to know if you're really ready to go to the next step in spirit guide communication. So I hope that you will join me for this free live masterclass. You can sign up today at SedonaMedium.com forward slash masterclass to go ahead and reserve your spot. That's SedonaMedium.com forward slash masterclass. I can't wait to see you there. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com. Thank you.